people are struggling to keep it together. More than ever, our lives and all the parts that make it up seem misaligned and disintegrated. That's what we're going to talk about today. A few simple steps of how we might be able to bring our lives back into alignment. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. We're not talking about time management. We've covered that in episode 10, the illusion of time management. Give it a listen. And we're not talking about work-life balance. That term has been overused and has lost its meaning. We're talking about life alignment. Think about your car being out of alignment. Your goal is to keep it on the road, right? pointed towards your destination, and it keeps pulling to the right or the left. You and your car are not headed in the same direction. You're fighting each other. We can continue fighting with our car, incurring the long-term frustration and cost, or we can take it into the shop and get it realigned. The result is that we, the driver, and our car are now headed in the same direction. So many people seem to be experiencing a battle between where they want to go, their ideal destination, that is, and where life seems to be taking them. Life alignment starts with this fundamental step. Get clear on who you are and where you're going. It sounds so simple, even rudimentary, and it's rarely done. To steal an aviation phrase, when it comes to life, most people are flying blind. Getting clear means spending quiet time pondering and writing about these three questions. First, why am I here? That's a purpose question, and this question engages our soul. It's challenging because the answer is abstract. Yet without it, life lacks meaning. Every human has had a moment or many moments when we've thought, why am I here? Few people stick with it until they remember the answer. You see, you showed up here for a reason. You are not by chance. Why am I here is worth figuring out. Next. What does it look like when I'm living on purpose? This is your vision question, and this question engages your heart. It's where you describe what your work, your relationships, your health, your finances, your spirituality all look like when you're living as your full self. Be clear. Provide detail. Use positive, powerful, present tense language. In the book of Proverbs, it says, Without vision, the people will perish. Without vision, that is a picture of your ideal life, work, relationships, etc., were the walking dead. Finally, how will I get there? 
This question addresses goals and engages our mind, concrete and measurable actions that will be taken to achieve your vision and live on purpose. This is your daily calendar, your to-do list, your bucket list. What are the actions you must take to ensure movement towards your destination? Why am I here? What does it look like when I'm living on purpose? How will I get there? Once you've created a life alignment document of your purpose, vision, and goals, your why, what, and how, put it in a place where you can see and review it daily. What you have is a living, breathing document. It's dynamic, not static. So as you make progress and learn along your path, you'll want to make updates and edits. Along with this document, here are a few additional ideas that will aid you along your journey of alignment. Small habits add up. I was listening to a YouTube channel, Optimize with Brian Johnson. That's Optimize with Brian Johnson. In this particular segment, He's discussing the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he mentions an analogy that Clear uses to demonstrate the impact of compounding tiny habits, positive or negative. He says, imagine an airplane leaving LAX, headed to New York City. And the pilots have the plane off target by three and a half degrees south. That's about 90 inches off target. That plane, rather than landing in New York City, will end up in D.C. 90 inches adds up to hundreds of miles when given a sufficient amount of time. This is similar to our car analogy. The questions to be wrestled with are, where are you slightly off target? What daily or weekly habit is going to end up moving you miles from your preferred destination? And it might take years for this to show up. What are you not doing on a regular basis that's preventing you from living your purpose, vision, goals? These are tough questions that we must face if we really want to live aligned. Add some margin. For most of us, our lives are running off the page. Gone are the days when we had free space to think, breathe, or daydream. During a recent virtual client session, the leader had the courage to be transparent. In the name of efficiency, he'd been participating in back-to-back-to-back Zoom meetings all day long. Gone were meetings separated by short and refreshing walks from one conference room to the next. No more hour-long car rides needed to visit clients or their other corporate site. The space where he once digested important information, brainstormed potential solutions, and allowed new ideas to present themselves had completely vanished. And he was feeling it. If you find yourself mourning the loss of margins, it's time to take back your calendar. Block off buffer zones 
where you have open space for spontaneity, relaxation, walking, and thinking, or nothing at all. For me, symptoms of poor margin management showed up in May 2016. That's when Sarah and I got married, and I brought work with me on our honeymoon. I even scheduled a client call. Not a good idea. Sarah confronted me in the appropriate way, and I had to get real. See, for me, my work is my ministry, and it's especially easy to get misaligned or over-entangled in it, and that comes at a cost. So give up some efficiency for the sake of effectiveness and your sanity. Recreate some margin. Give yourself permission. This past month, while speaking with a number of successful and seasoned professionals, a theme of stress surfaced. One after another shared that they felt like their virtual work routine was in a rut. They were logging longer hours, taking fewer breaks, finding themselves emotionally, intellectually, and physically exhausted. How did they emerge from their frustration? Permission. It seems that adults, even high-performing ones, occasionally need permission to do what they already know is good. So that's what we did. We reminded them that it's okay to look after yourself. One client referred to it as flipping a switch that resulted in the improvement of several key behaviors. It's okay to get some rest, take a break, laugh, eat a healthy meal, move, nurture important relationships, allow yourself an appropriate amount of time and energy to pour into your well-being. If you don't, no one else will either. Here's the stark reality. Most people don't feel like they're living aligned. And most people won't do the work necessary to get aligned. Which means most people end up becoming a version of themselves they don't recognize. And in a place they never intended to be. Not you. Do the work. If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or text REVIVE, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next week as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives.